All the best music, sports, and podcasts right now on FAULradio.com. to chick flicks with me your host alexis otang i'm back and i'm super sorry for the hiatus i wasn't planning to be gone the whole summer but a lot of sicknesses happened and i was working a job where i was losing my voice a lot and i didn't want to release episodes with me sounding like a chain smoker i'm really sorry but it was just not gonna happen so i waited until i was in full health Also, I am back on campus and I'm happy to announce that my podcast is officially an FAU podcast with OWL Radio and it's in collaboration with OWL TV. So not only will you guys be able to listen to my episodes on Spotify on their account, but you guys will also be able to view the videos versions on the OWL TV YouTube. So really happy that this is happening. Uh, This is something that I have been planning for a while now. I always wanted to be a part of OWL TV and OWL Radio with my podcast. And now that it's happening, it's just a dream come true. I'm super happy to announce. And yeah, guys, this means that I will be posting a lot more than I was during the summer, which was basically zero. But you guys are going to get to enjoy a lot more Chick Flicks content with me. And I'm just super happy. So I'm not going to, you know, drag this intro out any longer. Let's just get straight into the review. So for today, I am going to be reviewing the newest season of Never Have I Ever, which is season three on Netflix. Now, if you know me, you know I adore Never Have I Ever. I think it's doing something really cool and innovative. It's giving you South Asian representation with its main characters. And I overall think it's an extremely well-written series. But there are a couple of flaws. And this season, I definitely have to say, is probably my favorite season out of all of them that came out. Um, Mindy Kaling is the creator. And she has done a phenomenal job. I'm giving her all the props because I absolutely adore this show. And this season reminded me of why I fell in love with it. Um, It stars Maitre Ramakrishnan. I hope I pronounced that right. And Derek Bennett and Jared Lewison. Jared Lewison. Um, And season three features 10 episodes. This is the second to last season. Next year, when they come out with season four, it will be the last one. So we're, you know, getting to the end of this journey. And all I can say is, Mindy Kaling, you did that. This season is phenomenal. But there are a couple of things I do want to hit. I overall loved it. So to like, make this review short if you just wanted to hear if I like it. I love it. It's a great season. You really should go watch it, but don't take my word for it alone. Listen to this full in-depth review. So this season starts at the aftermath of Davy and Paxton's new relationship. They just made it official at the school dance and now they are debuting at the school. And it really, this season really focuses on Davy and her friends navigating new relationships and kind of having to prepare for their imminent future. Uh, some of them are graduating this season and some of them will be graduating next season. So it's time for them to think about what they're going to do with their life, what's the next step, and what the next year is going to look like for them. Um, Now, the season debuted with a 95% Rotten Tomatoes score, but does it deserve this high rating? Of course it does. You guys already know that. Um, But let's delve in starting off with the characters. 
Davy as she's the main character. Let me just say, this is my favorite version of Davy today. She legit has grown so much from our rash, like, decision-making that she used to do in season one for her explosive nature. She truly has matured, and this season features a lot of character development across the board, which I adore. One thing about me is I feel like your characters should not be stagnant in any show, in any movie franchise. If we're going to see many renditions of them, we need to see the growth that they are learning and taking in because if they are staying the same and making the same dumb mistakes, what is the point? And that was one of my critiques with season one and season two. I felt like the lessons Davy learned in season one, she really wasn't grasping and she was making a lot of the same mistakes again in season two. But this season is a totally new Davy. She is such an amazing character. She's well-written, she's flawed, which I like a lot of times in these teen shows they don't make the characters as flawed as they really need to be I mean speaking as a teenager we are not perfect and I feel as if they don't make as dumb mistakes as I feel like we make in our actual lives so Davy feels a hundred percent relatable a little bit too relatable sometimes like some of the things she's doing I'm like girl you would never catch me but I liked that she is super flawed and because she is more flawed than I guess we've seen other main character teen shows, when it comes to like her growth, you really see it. Okay, also I don't think I said this ahead of time. This is a major spoiler warning because I'm gonna be delving deep into what happens this season. So if you haven't watched it, this is your chance to like click off now and go watch the series before you have to come back. But basically, this season, she starts off with her relationship with Paxton, and I honestly think she handles the relationship well. Does she have insecurities? Yes, but that's something Davy's gonna have to figure out on her own. And being in this relationship, I think it taught her that like, one, being in a relationship does not solve all your problems, which she quickly figured out, out very soon, as you see with her therapist literally, you know, getting her with that comment. But also she figures out that like, she can't be in a good, like healthy relationship if she herself doesn't believe she deserves to be in that relationship and she learns that quickly and that does lead to their breakup but I do want to note that like she handled a lot of things maturely this season the mean girls I feel like old Davy would have been way more rash way more impulsive when she found out people don't think that they deserve to be together and she honestly just realized in the end, like these girls view her as nothing. So she should view their opinion of her as nothing as well. It does not matter what they think of her relationship. She needs to like put trust in it. And I love that about her. But getting into the breakup, I think how Davy handled it was super good. Like she went through all three stages and they didn't really delve deeply into how she felt during that time, but they showed us that she went through all the stages and finally she accepted it. She moved on and she forged a good relationship with her ex that, you know, they could still be cordial. And I think that's so mature because I feel like in the past, Davy would not be able to handle being broken up with with Paxton she probably would do some crazy charade to like get him back but she ultimately accepted that she just wasn't ready to be in a relationship with Paxton because she wasn't too sure and confident in the fact that they deserved to be together and so she accepted it and she moved on which I love also this season she has a way better relationship with her mother she's more open yes does she keep secrets from her yes but what 
what teenager doesn't but she's more open they get along more there isn't much too much like arguing or tension and I really feel like it built off of last season with them coming together and with them bonding over missing their dad and having this little memento to remember him by like I think their relationship and bond grew so much stronger and towards the end when we'll get into more about her boyfriend I think his name was Raj cannot remember for the life of me but when it comes to her new Indian boyfriend her mom having her back and being like my daughter's not broken she went through something that I don't think any of us could handle and she has been a fighter and being there for Davy, understanding her approving of her like it just showed so much growth between her mother Davy herself and their relationship as a whole so bravo I absolutely loved it and I'm super happy that we got to see some growth from her like I was worried we would never get out of this like rash impulsive decision making of Davy, but I was proved wrong okay so let's get into Paxton and Ben because honestly these were some well-written characters this season made me like them more I don't know if I was ever team Paxton or team Ben okay that's a lie. I think I was always team Paxton, but in the back of my head, I knew like a better fit for Davey was Ben. And this season, I liked that we got more background on these characters. We got a full episode for Ben. Again, I think they had another full episode for him last semester, but they had another full episode for him. And it they talk about how like a lot of teenagers desire their parents' approval. They desire, you know, making them happy, making them proud to the point that literally their academics, their their athletics will be legit the only focus and the only highlight of their life, of their teenage years. They literally spend all their time, and Ben is one of those people, he legit like has to go to the hospital because he is not taking care of himself. He's so focused on getting into Columbia. He's so focused on getting straight A's, doing well in classes, that he literally puts himself in the hospital because he's not taking care of himself. And I think that's something so important that they highlighted because I think we don't talk about like amongst teenagers, like you need to take care of yourself. You really need to slow down. Like we get it. High school is stressful. I know that well myself. Finally getting out of high school and finally getting into college kind of felt like a, whew, like literally a burden off my shoulders. But I still made time to have fun with my friends, to go out, to socialize, in addition to focusing on my academics, you know, getting those extracurriculars. And, you know, they highlight how Ben needed to find a balance. And not only did they highlight that, they showed him taking those strides and steps with his episode and either the episodes after with him taking art instead of another AP class and him really trying to understand it and use it as a way of relieving stress and getting his emotions out. Another thing they did with Ben that I adored is he gained friends, but it wasn't just like any friends, but it was other male friends. That's something he lacked a lot. He was much of a loner. He was much of somebody who, if he did hang out with people, it was Davy and her friends. And it highlights how like every person needs friends of all kinds, but like as a female, it's important to have other female friends that you can go to that you can relate to on certain topics that your male counterparts will just will just not understand same thing for guys having being able to understand things that um just they can bond over that girls will understand is important and he made strides in kind of connecting the bridge with him and Paxton realizing they're not really different that they have a lot more in common and maybe that's why Davey was into them both 
that they have their strengths and their weaknesses that makes them individualistic and unique. So I adored what they did with Ben's character. And I honestly, like, they did it. They made me team Ben. I honestly think that her and Ben are a great couple. Now, were they better than her Indian boyfriend, Raj? We'll get into that. Also, if that's not his name, I'm so mad at myself, but legit, I can't remember what his name. I forgot to put in my notes, but I'm just going to call him Raj. If that's not his name, come for me in the comments. Come for me in the comments. Okay, let's get into Paxton. Uh, this season, we saw him fully immersed into the himbo role, but not as dumb, I guess. He's not shallow or superficial as he used to be. He really learned valuable lessons in the fact that like relationships should challenge you. If you are not, and sometimes it's good to be with somebody who is very much the opposite of you. He dated a girl after their breakup with Davey. He dated a girl who was what he thought his ideal girl was, which was super pretty, liked to party, was kind of like him and he found that the relationship was super shallow there was no depth to it and he kind of started comparing it to Davy. like maybe they didn't have a lot in common maybe they had a lot of bumps in the road but there was something deep to that relationship and it was the fact that she challenged him she pushed him out of his comfort zone and she made him a better person i forgot i forgot to highlight this with um Davy, but does anybody remember how she legit handled that troll and when she found out that it was really a girl who was just hurt by Paxton who wanted to warn her she pushed Paxton to legit apologize and own up to his mistakes and maybe it kind of snowballed into something that she didn't expect or didn't want but that was the most mature thing she could do and she really did help Paxton become a better person and kind of like clean up his past mistakes. So I love that whole arc with him. He forged the friendship with Ben. He and Davey came to an understanding and they're in a better place and I think he still has feelings for her so I don't know how it's gonna end. Are they gonna end it together? Are they not? Is she gonna be like the one that got away for him? I don't know but I definitely love our two male romantic interest this season um they did an amazing job with creating the characters developing them and getting us to just like them and want to see them more on our screens okay next up we're gonna get into fabiola anisa and eleanor okay when it comes to fabiola and eleanor Sometimes I feel like the reason why Davy was so impulsive and rash before was because those girls were putting the battery in her pack and like sending her off the deep end. And then when things got out of hands, they were like, you're being a bad friend. You are causing a lot of messes. Cause even Eleanor explained to herself, like they were the ones who kind of pushed her into two timing um, Ben and Paxton. And they're kind of the ones who are constantly getting her into these shenanigans and then like, Davy takes the wheel and goes out of control and she gets the blame because you saw she really did want to handle the troll by not engaging with them. She wanted to do right by Paxton. She wanted to listen, but her friends continue to egg it on, continue to be like, no, 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 you need to see. And so I feel like they get her in trouble a lot, but I think this season Davy is better at like seeing what her friends are kind of doing and not taking it and running and going off the deep end, but handling it like she still gets led into a little bit of shenanigans, but she's handling it a lot better. Um, but these three also learned that you can't just use a relationship as a band-aid. I feel like everybody learned that. Like everyone was jumping into the these relationships without realizing like, are we compatible? 
is this like something that like I really want or am I in the right headspace for this and am I like okay enough to be able to be secure in this and a lot of them had to answer that question and realize that the answer was no that maybe being in a relationship with somebody who's long distance isn't for me that's what Fabiola learned and made and Davey learned that maybe being with the guy that I've dreamed of being for all of my middle school and high school years combined isn't what I thought it to be and Anissa and Ben learned that maybe you need something a bit more than just liking each other, being attracted to each other to make a relationship work. And I think that was super important because I think this day and age, we have this idealistic view of how relationships would be. That if we just get into a relationship, we're gonna be happy, all of our problems are gonna be solved. Newsflash, that's legit not how it works. And they all learned that and they all went on their own little journeys. I liked that Anissa learned that like, jumping from one relationship into another is usually never the best solution for a broken heart and it's usually you just trying to rebound but it did give them a chance to delve into how like sexuality is a spectrum too i think anisa probably for a long time always thought she was straight but then connecting with fabiola on a level that she never did before with Ben kind of opened her eyes to the possibility that she might be able to be in a relationship with another girl. And I think that was really cool, very inclusive of them, but also it did kind of open up her eyes that like, did I jump into this too quickly? Was somebody just giving me attention and I wanted it? And I used that as the foundation of a relationship, which is never a good foundation. And it made her answer those questions. And ultimately she and Fabiola realized like, while we did have something in the beginning, I think, it was something short fleeting and like this is just not a relationship I think both of us would be 100% in. And so they set part and they also learned that sometimes being in relationship with your friends is convenient but it's not really the best thing. So I really liked what they did with Anissa. I like what they did with Eleanor too. She finally got in a relationship after a good relationship and you know she made mistakes, she owned up to them, they went through their obstacles and they got better, they worked through them. Her and Trent are honestly a cute couple and I'm rooting for them to finish in the final season. So I liked what they did with her story arc and also Fabiola breaking up, getting into a new relationship, realizing that's not what she wants and then finding somebody who truly connects with her on all bases where she doesn't feel miles apart from them, which I feel like is something she struggled with because with Eve, she always felt like she was never cool enough for Eve. And then with Anissa, there was just that spark and chemistry missing. And then she finally found it in her new girlfriend. So I'm just all around. I feel like this was a really happy season at the end of the day. Like everybody was just growing and getting everything they wanted out of like their development. And I love it. Um, so yeah, that's gonna it for her friends. But I think this season was perhaps my favorite version of them. Okay. Getting into Kamala, this is gonna be the last part, and then I'll get more into like the story arcs. But Kamala, I loved her this season. I loved everyone this season. I know I'm saying that, but I just loved everyone. But specifically because she shows that, like, if you're a young adult, you do not need to be rushing into marriage, into settling down, into you know building your life and your career. Legit, take a chill pill. Like I've 
think people have heard this now, but like there's this video going around on TikTok where the girl is basically like, you ever seen in Friends, like you realize like they don't start getting married until their 30s. They don't start buying a house and moving out with the roommates until their 30s. And literally like people are freaking out because they're not married by 25. Like you're just literally in the only in season two of Friends. You guys seen that video? I adore that because this is literally like the character embodiment of that whole kind of, I guess, lesson. Kamala is young. She is in her mid to late 20s and she's still not ready to be married. And that's okay. Like, you do not need to get married at 24, 25, 26. Even if you found somebody who's going to be a... Okay, sorry about that. I legit thought that the um, computer turned off. So I was like, oh, let me fix that. But back to what I was saying, even if you found somebody who's like, everything you feel like an ideal husband would be you do not need to rush into marriage like you want to be ready and i feel like a lot of young people are rushing into marriages and then when things get like rough and things don't start working out the way they want things to they abandon ship they get divorced and then they run into another relationship and the cycle continues like stop stressing like you guys can slow down and do things at your own pace when you're ready because ultimately that's when things are going to work out the best right if you rush into something and you're not fully prepared it is going to go to crap really quickly so super super happy that like Kamala was standing her ground being like I'm not ready to get married even if it with it even if it is with the perfect guy and maybe you are the perfect guy in the sense, but you're not the perfect guy for me who makes me feel like, yes, this is the time to get ready. And so I love that. And she also figured out that she can honor herself while also honoring her parents and her maternal figures. You know, her and her grandmother uh, were kind of butting heads because she didn't like her new boyfriend, Manish. Uh, and she was like, you know, you need to break up with him. And Let's find you another suitable husband and get married. And she was standing her ground. And they finally kind they kind of came to a resolution with each other. Like, you know, I will event maybe I might not get married. Maybe I will, but I will do it on my own terms. And I promise you, it's gonna be somebody that you will be happy to call your grandson. Um, or your grandson-in-law. So yeah, I like what they did with her character. And I also like how they highlighted like marriage is not for everybody. Maybe Kamala doesn't want to get married at all. That's okay. Some people live their whole life never being married. They live a fulfilling life. They live a life with a partner and they just never got married. It's not something you need. I feel like society specifically tells women that you need to get married. But for some of you out there, for some of us, marriage is not what we want. It's not our ideal happy ending. And that's perfectly fine. Okay, so... Let's now delve away more from the characters and more on the writing. I think this was the best season because the storylines were on point every single time. They highlighted that Davy got everything she wanted and realized like that does not solve everything. You are just going to get a lot more complex in these problems. Like these problems are just going to become a lot more complex. Um, I loved that they paired her up with another South Asian character like we don't really see a lot of South Asian relationships where both of them are South Asian. Um, the last time I remember really seeing like um, even a South Asian relationship on screen is New Girl with Schmidt and Cece. And I adore Cece and I adore Schmidt too. It was an interracial relationship. He was Jewish. She was South Asian, um, Indian, I believe to be exact. But to show two South Asian descent characters 
is amazing, but they broke them up. And I, I don't know how I feel about them breaking them up, you know? I really want to... Because honestly, I thought she leveled up from Ben and Paxton when she got that man. Um, She really leveled up. She really did that. She got a great guy who was smart, handsome, caring, super, like, like invigorated her intellectually, who understood her, who cared for her truly. Like, I loved what they were doing with this relationship. And then they broke them up. And I'm like, I don't know how to feel. Like, again, I guess it was that theme of, like, sometimes jumping from one relationship into another is just not ideal, especially if you've got skeletons still in the closet that you need to deal, delve with. But also they did it, they used this relationship as, like, I guess, foundation to show just how much her mom and her have grown and how much Debbie herself has grown. So I go back and forth on it. Would I have loved to see them, like, continue with the relationship? Yeah, and maybe we'll see a reconciliation of them next season. Who knows? But I just love that they feature them, though I am bummed out that they broke them up. But again, let's talk about that, like, the reason why they broke up. I was like, you know what? It's kind of realistic that he was a mama's boy. So, I mean, they weren't, you know, basing it, like, him being a mama's boy and him being like, it's not worth the hassle dating you and angering my mom, like that was a shot to the heart. But like, if you've dated a mama's boy, you know that is legit realistic. That's what they be like, it's just not worth it. And it's like, bro, are you gonna go through your whole life trying to appease your mother, never doing what you want because it's too much of a hassle? Like that that scene, I was like, Davey, you should have just, why, why just a cup of coffee? Slap him, put the cake, throw a chair. Come on, girl, world star it because this is not enough. If a man did that to me, let's not even get into it. Let's not even get into it. But definitely I I was like, I'm with you on being hurt as she was justified in every reason. Um, And yeah, like they also broke a lot of stereotypes with this couple. They showed them being smart, both being smart, both being beautiful, both being very capable, having many talents, and honestly, that scene where he read her to filth at the party about her stereotyping him, I loved it. She, I, you know I'm Team Davey always. You know, Team Davey in this house. But he read her to filth. He read her and he had every right to. But yeah, like what can I get about this writing? They hit every single thing. And my big thing, I said this early in the video, is character development. But this kind of will dive into what they're going to do in the future seasons. Because I'm... Like, this is the best season, and I don't know if they're going to be able to top this. But here's one thing that's definitely going to work against them if they do this. And that is throwing out all this character development for some stupid plot line. If you've been listening to this podcast and my episodes for a while, you know I hate when they sacrifice character development for a stupid, flimsy plot line that goes nowhere. So if they want this to be, season four to be even better because it is the last season and it's the finale, finale, do not throw away this growth, especially because you ended on such a beautiful note with Davey wanting to stay, realizing like how special and how like lucky she is to have a mom as fierce and as caring as her mother and like going in to just trying to appreciate and cherish her because she doesn't have much more time. And honestly, teared me up because like, I'm at that point now where I moved out, I'm going to start like 
becoming further and further less less and less attached to my parents, less and less having to like rely on them. And it hit a chord because honestly, I wish I had one more year too. I wish I had one more year where I got to, you know, just be my parents' daughter, rely on them for everything, go to them for everything, which I still can, but like in a way that you do when you are still under 18 and still a young teen. So I think they nailed it right on the head. And I'm excited to see where these storylines go, where this love triangle goes, because they ended it with Davy and Ben losing their V-card to each other. So, or at least that's what we think. I feel like the next season is going to open up with them not even going through with it because they were so awkward. That'd be something I literally expect, but I think they lost their V-cards to each other. Um, but yeah, I wonder, is this love octagon going to finally go to a straight line? Like, Davy to whatever guy she does end up choosing because I would like that. I don't want to, I don't want season four to literally end with a, oh, who does she get with? You decide in the end. Nope. Y'all need to come to a legit ending. But yeah, I think they have a great foundation to end on. If they continue this momentum, if they continue to write at this pace to create storylines and arcs and development at this level and standard, season four will definitely be amazing and a great end to the series. And Mindy Kaling talked about how she feels as if like following them into their college years would just not do them justice. And I honestly agree. I believe if you listen to my hot takes video, you know, I believe a good series should have four to six seasons maximum. Anything over is overkill and it opens the door to possibly destroying development just for new and fresh storylines and characters. So I agree with her ending at season four. It's had an amazing run and it hopefully will have one more great last lap. And that's pretty much for it on my in-depth review. So let's get to the answer. Is this season three of Never Have I Ever Chick Flicks Approved? It is a hundred percent. You need to go watch it. If you listen to this whole review and you haven't watched it, well, now you know a lot of the plot lines. You can go and see if you can um, identify all the things I'm pointing out. Do you guys agree? I want to hear everything from you. So make sure you guys comment below on the video. Let me know everything you're thinking about, what you loved from this season. Uh, please rate my podcast five stars if you loved it, if you loved this episode. Subscribe on Spotify, subscribe on YouTube. Also follow FAU Owl TV, FAU Owl Radio for more updates on when I'm going to be releasing stuff and follow at the Chick Flick Show on Instagram because that is where you can get all the information on where I am. We also have a TikTok by the same name at the Chick Flick Show. So follow us on there for some really fun and cool content. And this was a very, very long outro of me shouting out all my socials. But guys, we're pretty much done. And you know, I'm back better than ever. Um, and yeah, this is Chick Flicks. Hope you guys had a great time and we'll see you out. This is Alexis signing off.